Welcome to Lessons from the Helpful Dead, where you'll learn the world is not what it seems and you are much more than you think you are. Here you'll learn about positive and reassuring messages from supposedly dead people whose main purpose is to help us. Find out what happens after we die, why we're here, how we got here, where we're going, and discover that you are really a powerful eternal spirit. I'm Dan McEnany. Today we'll discuss the living sources who support the idea that the world is not what it seems. Virtually every non-living personality who has spoken through psychics to tell us what it's like after death emphasizes that the world as we experience it is not what it seems. But they are not the only sources of this idea. There are plenty of living, highly respected scientists who will tell you the same thing. Your common sense will also tell you the same thing, and so have many psychics while they were living. We're going to consider the living sources now, and today we'll talk about the first one, and that's your intellect. Most of us believe there is a good God, or at least some good primal force, behind this world of ours. Aside from the many classic cosmological arguments for the existence of a good God, most of us feel love and goodness inside ourselves. We've experienced it in others, and we logically conclude there is a benevolent primal force that is the source of the love and the goodness. If we believe that, however, then logically we've got to come to the conclusion that this world can't be what it seems to be as we experience it with our five physical senses. Remember the questions you used to ask when you were a kid? You know, the ones you never got a straight answer to, so you finally stopped asking them? Maybe after a while you forgot about them. Questions like, why did we have to die? Why did God make some people poor, cold, and miserable, while others seem to have it pretty easy? Why did God make people if he knew they were going to go to war against each other? Why did God make Hitler and Stalin? As you got older, maybe you still asked some tough questions and still couldn't get any answers. Where is God when the Hutus and Tutsis are slaughtering each other, when Serbs slaughter Muslims, when innocent villagers in Mexican mountains get their throats slit, when Islamic insurgents in Algeria kill 412 people in a number of hours, cutting throats, cutting off heads, beating children to death, etc., etc., etc. And then, of course, in today's world, we might ask the same questions about uh, Putin and Xi Jinping. Going on, what is God doing when an innocent teenager runs away from home, is turned into a prostitute, then in a year or two dies from beatings by a pimp and a drug overdose? Is that it forever for her? Why do millions of seemingly innocent people either die of starvation or slaughter each year? There are endless examples, but the point is obvious. Most of us believe in, or want to believe in, a benign force that is responsible for this world. But when we're confronted with the grim facts of the world around us, that benign force doesn't look too swift. Would a god, even a mediocre one, create something like this? The immediate reaction is, not unless he'd been out on a three-century binge. Frankly, you or I could probably have done a lot better even on a bad day. So what do we make of it? Common sense tells us that if God is good, 
then this world can't be what it seems. It can't be all there is. It's got to be part of something bigger and deeper, which, when understood, fits logically with the concept of a benevolent creator. A world full of murder, rape, wars, starvation, indescribable cruelty, depression, and pollution simply can't be what it seems. There's got to be something more, a lot more, or that good God would never have bothered in the first place. If it's not what it seems to be, what is it? A play? An illusion? Maybe. But not just an illusion, certainly, for those who experience anguish, pain, torture, and humiliation. They really feel them, sometimes for years on end. It can't be explained away that easily. So our intellects tell us that if there is a good God, the world can't possibly be what it seems. All right, in our next session, we'll take a look at what scientists have said and are saying about what this world seems to be. Again, I'm Dan McEnany, bringing you Lessons from the Helpful Dead.